Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 29th of June. Today, we chalk up another win on the Remember the Name scoreboard, why TV doesn't care about Aussie cricket anymore, and Ash Barty's sartorial Wimbledon tribute. But first... Depending on where you are in Australia right now, you're probably facing some level of COVID-induced restrictions, whether that's being forced to sit down in pubs in Adelaide or not being allowed of your house at all in parts of Sydney. Get me out of here! But spare a thought for those people who have to try and keep our major sporting codes running during this time, attempting to navigate the border restrictions of every state and territory, the needs and wants of the athletes themselves, and the demands from us, the fans, that the product remains elite at all times. It's a mystery wrapped in a riddle inside an enigma. So let's check in. First off, NRL players have been placed under the highest possible level of restrictions, unable to leave their homes for anything other than training or matches, and they're also not allowed to have visitors. The Rugby League Commission is set to meet today to figure out just how they continue the competition with so many Sydney-based clubs, and to discuss where to play State of Origin Game 3, which is also due to be played in the COVID-infested Harbour City. This is the bad place. The AFL, meanwhile, is hoping to avoid sending players back into hubs should the border closures continue. But there is also a radical idea on the table. So the AFL right now clearly is thinking about hubs, potentially a Victorian hub with every club in it, or at least 14 of 18, and as you said, are seriously considering that frenzy scenario. Fox Footy's John Ralph explaining that the AFL could move all clubs to Melbourne and essentially hit fast forward on the season by playing a whole bunch of games very quickly. I feel the need... The need for speed. Thus gifting footy fans... The frenzy! But AFL CEO Gil McLaughlin isn't ready to put the pedal to the floor just yet. We know we can do hubs, frenzies, all of those different things, but at the moment I don't think that's where we're at. There was once a time not that long ago in world cricket where Australia going head-to-head with the West Indies in any format was must-watch. It's Michael Bevan's evening at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Curtly Ambrose standing toe-to-toe with Steve Waugh. Dennis Lilly sending down bouncer after bouncer at Viv Richards. It was can't miss television. But oh, how the mighty have fallen. I don't like cricket. Because less than two weeks out from the white ball tour of the Caribbean, there is no Aussie broadcaster locked in to show the matches. Instead, those of us who want to watch the T20 and ODIs will have to log on. God, I hate you. Yes, at the moment, diehard cricket tragics will have to fight their way through videos of celebrities eating hot chicken wings and conspiracy theory clips about why the COVID vaccine is just a way for the government to control our minds on YouTube to actually watch the upcoming series. And while there is still time for a deal to be struck with an Australian broadcaster for the series, if it doesn't, you'll be able to watch every delivery on the West Indies Cricket YouTube channel because they, unlike us, actually like the sport. I love it. 26 days ago, we told you to remember the name Arian Knighton. And Knighton's still just 17 years old. That's why we haven't heard of him. He's right. a youngster, a high schooler from Hillsborough High School in Tampa, Florida. And yesterday, we got to chalk up another one on the Remember the Name scoreboard. The high schooler, the 17-year-old who's now gone pro, 
is fourth from the left. Racing in the final of the US Olympic track trials, 17-year-old Knighton made history finishing third. So Knighton becomes the first high schooler to make a US Olympic team at 200 metres since 1972. Despite not winning the race, Knighton's time of 19.84 seconds broke Usain Bolt's record for the fastest 200 metres by an under-20 athlete and has got athletic fans hopeful for the future because Bolt didn't run a time that fast until he turned 20. If all goes well, Knighton may have competed in two Olympic Games before he gets that old. Top seed and world number one Ash Barty will kick off her Wimbledon campaign tonight when she takes on Spain's Carla Suarez Navarro in round one. And aside from being ridiculously good at tennis, there's a secondary reason to tune in. What are you wearing? Barty will be sporting a specially made dress from her sponsor Fila as a tribute to the great Yvonne Goulagong Cawley, who won the tournament 50 years ago this year. Yeah, it's, it's a really special anniversary for for a lot of Australians, but um, for Indigenous Australians in particular, I think this this is a really special one. And for me to be able to wear an outfit inspired by Yvonne's iconic scallop dress uh, is is really amazing. And I, I'm exceptionally proud to be able to call her a friend and a mentor um, and to be able to share heritage. And, and for me to be able to pay tribute to that on a really special anniversary is something that I'll never forget. And I know that not, not only myself, but my team, uh, my family, and Yvonne and her family are really excited for, for the outfit as well. You can check out the dress on our Instagram page, at thescorecardau. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Tuesday the 29th of June. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.